Alrighty, gang! Who wants to watch Chamber of Secrets? Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a, a parcel tongue. Yeah, that'll do. It's Chris. Say lots of S's and pretend you're talking to snakes. Yeah, it is all pretty much just weird hissing. You know how a snake makes noises? It's talking like that. I very rarely hear a snake hiss. I very rarely see snakes. Mm. Well, we are in Blighty, so it's not really the weather for snakes and deadly adders and giant basilisks, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, basilisk. Do you know what? I was trying to think of the name, and in my mind I had it as obelisk. Right. It obviously isn't, because it's basilisk. Yeah. Were you thinking that Hogwarts was being played by a giant killer shape? Maybe. I, I don't know. Did you even watch the film that we're doing today? There's a film. That's what we normally do. I read the books in reverse order. Okay. Harry dies! <laughs> that comes back, it's okay, everyone! I've read the books. You read the books, I know. I actually did read them in correct order, and I have seen the films. Cool. But not recently. Not recently, no. Okay. Shall I put everyone out of their misery? We're doing Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets today. 2002, follow-up to The Philosopher's Stone. And we're doing this because next week, what are we going to be talking about? I have literally no idea. Fantastic Beasts, maybe? Yes, that's right. Are you going to watch it? Strong possibility I won't. But I'm going to try. Great. To find a copy online. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do piracy, kids. Or drugs. Now, Chamber of Secrets, Chris. Let's get into the plot and what the hell happens. Essentially... Harry Potter wants to go back to Hogwarts because, you know, he had fun there last year. Apart from all the two-headed people trying to murder him. He's probably one of the most disruptive students that has ever been there. Every year, some shit goes down. And it's normally Harry's fault. Well, it's something to do with him, isn't it? Exactly. I'm surprised Ofcom haven't closed at school. Is there a wizarding Ofcom? Wizcon? No, that's Wizard Comic Con. you seen Wizard? Have you seen that? I've not seen Wizard Comic Con. No, no I'm great. sorry. Do you mean Ofsted? Ofcom's like a product thing. Ofsted of the school thing. Oh, uh, yeah, that one. That one. Okay. No, I don't think they have a Wizard Ofcom. Uh, Do you mean Ofsted? Ofsted. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, that ended okay. well. Uh-huh. Oh. But Dobby, he is a house elf. And he's trying to stop Harry going back to Hogwarts. Maybe Dobby's played by Toby Jones, who's cool. Is he really? Yes. I did not know that. Dobby is Lucius Malfoy's house elf. And Lucius, in the book, he's being investigated by the Ministry of Magic. They suspect that he's got dark magical artifacts, which he does have. That doesn't really get addressed in the films. But Lucius wants to get rid of this particularly dark item, which is Tom Riddle's diary. Lucius doesn't know the full extent of its power, but he knows it's if he gets caught with it, he's going to prison for quite a long time. Does he know it's Voldemort's diary? I don't think he does. Voldemort gave it to him, mm. so he knows it's important to Voldemort, and he knows he has to get rid of it. And he does this in the best way he can... By planting it on his rival, Arthur Weasley, uh, on Ginny, and he's hoping that maybe she'll get found with it, and then the Weasleys will be in trouble, and he'll be alright, 
and maybe he'll get a promotion because he does something in the ministry I'm not sure what Ginny takes the diary to Hogwarts with her starts writing in it and it starts writing back so she's got a friend now a pen pal to write all of her teenage oh I love Harry and all sorts of whatever teenage girls write in their diaries unbeknownst to Ginny and everyone else the diary is a horcrux and a bit of Voldemort's soul is in there trying to claw its way out and take over the world and do all the evil stuff that Voldemort wants to do and because it's young Voldemort he finds that the best way to enact his revenge is to reopen the Chamber of Secrets which holds a giant basilisk inside of it. Why does Hogwarts have this? You didn't watch a film did you? Or read the book? I have but for a very long time ago. You can't remember. I don't. Okay the four founders of Hogwarts were all fairly nice apart from Salazar Slytherin who didn't want Muggleborns being let into Hogwarts and taught magic because he didn't like them. So he built a chamber that was secret from the other guys and put a giant basilisk in there so that when his heir came to Hogwarts they could open the chamber and control the snake and go hey go and kill all of the people that aren't worthy to learn magic and that's how it got there. How long does a basilisk live for? Around a thousand years maybe longer. Has Hogwarts been there less than a thousand years? I think it's been there more than a thousand years. So how is the snake still alive? Because they live a long time and they eat like rats and stuff that are all crawling around the sewers and maybe the odd stray student. How did nobody else notice this chamber? Because it was a secret. But the other three founders didn't notice it. Yes, because it was a secret. Dumbledore didn't notice it. Dumbledore didn't notice it because it was a secret. It's a secret chamber. His heir's Tom Riddle, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure he had other heirs, but none of them stumbled upon it or realised that they could speak parcel tongue or strayed into the third floor girls' bathroom and talked to the sink. Yeah, what a weird entrance. Why do you put it in there? Imagine the founders going around. Chris, Chris, it's a secret. Yeah, but why where else bathroom? would you? Where else would you hide a secret? I wouldn't go in the girls' bathroom because I'd be caught. Cool. Exactly. That's why he put it there. It's the last place you'd look. Unless, of course, he, he had a female descendant, or all his descendants male. Maybe, yeah, that's probably the only explanation. Which raises the question, um, when Tom Riddle found the entrance initially... What was he doing in the girl's bathroom? Right. Oh, uh, Riddle, maybe? you dirty little peeper. <laughs> or maybe he's just well-read, or an educated guess, maybe. Nah. Nah, perv. Yeah, perv. All of us are perv. Yes, so this is the second time that the chamber has been opened. In the second go-around, it claims a number of victims. Not killed, but petrified. Because the basilisk, as you would know, Chris, because you are Mm -hmm, well-informed, what happens when you look at a basilisk uh, directly in the eye? You um, get petrified. No. You You freeze. If you look it dead in the eyes, then you die for some magical reason. Okay. But if you just glance it and jk while writing this book came up with some pretty creative ways for people not to be murdered um mrs norris who is a cat sees the reflection of the basilisk in a puddle of water because moaning myrtle floods the third floor bathroom 
and the cat sees the snake in a puddle of water. That petrifies her. Colin Creevy, who is an annoying first-year Gryffindor, sees it through his camera, so again, not direct eye contact. Justin Finch-Fletchley sees the basilisk through a ghost, nearly headless Nick. So Nick, in the books, it's described that he's obliterated. He's like a ghost, but instead of being all pearly and white and see-through, he just turns black and like solid, but he's still floating there. And no one can move him because he's a ghost and they can't touch him. So I think one of the professors has to like waft him away with a fan just down to the hospital wing. Because you don't want a petrified, half-headless ghost in the corridor full of 11-year-olds that every time they've walked past they would just scream. How do these ghosts come to be? Does that mean all people in Hand of Harry Potter's universe will become ghosts? Uh, you have the choice, I think, is how they explain it. What, to either die and go to wherever it is or become a ghost? Yeah, probably. I'd probably go for ghost. But then you're just floating about. Yeah, but then you can watch how Hogwarts evolves. Because at some point, it will go from the old castle into like a futuristic thing. And they'll be like, flying cars and that lot. I mean, they've got broomsticks already, but they have flying cars. Well, they already have flying cars. Because that happens in Chamber of Secrets too. exactly, yes. You remember that bit. Yeah. But nothing else. And um, Hermione is also petrified, uh, along with Penelope Clearwater in the books. And they've got a mirror because Hermione figures out that it's a basilisk that's in the Chamber of Secrets and she's using that to peep round corners so she's not struck by it and petrified and, and looks it in the eye and killed. But she is petrified, so it doesn't work well. Why doesn't the basis- basilisk eat the people who are petrified? I was going to ask you that, but since you asked me it, you don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. I've just come up with a theory, though. It doesn't like its food petrified yeah it likes it to be alive and squirming yeah like when when you feed certain animals and stuff they prefer live prey don't they they, they want something to put up a bit of a fight get that I, animal I instincts don't. going that blood rushing i don't want my kfc to be flapping about and trying to claw my eyes out okay yeah you're you're not one of those i wouldn't mind fried <laughs> but In maybe the, the bass secret recipe it. how does it get around a school pipes you've really not watched this film in a while have you no i've watched it fucking huge though it is huge but there are a lot of kids in hogwarts so big fucking pipes to get rid of those number twos hmm. seems unrealistic to me i think jk fucked up on this one okay are you gonna call up jk i'm gonna rewrite the book properly just so the plumbing fits in with so what the you expect snake is either smaller or it's not not a snake at all when it's like a, a butterfly. A terrifying butterfly. Yeah. I mean, how did the founder of Slytherin even get a bass of the skin there? How did nobody notice him taking in a huge fucking snake? And how did he do it without looking at it? It wasn't big at the time. It was a baby snake. He hatched it in the chamber. It lived there inside a giant statue of himself in his mouth. And then because it can live for a long time it comes out and eats like rats and stuff and then it grew big and then it went away for a little bit until Tom Riddle came out and talked to it because I'm sure if you could talk parcel tongue and you realised it was a basilisk you go don't look at me because if you look at me you'll kill me and the basilisk will go okay yeah is it if you look at any part it's just its eyes if okay. you look at it directly in the eyes you die then it will fuck you up but if you look at it in its eyes through a filter of some sort, you'll be yeah, petrified. Yeah, like a camera or a ghost or a reflection. But if I stared at the side of its body, we'd be fine. Right. But then you wouldn't know as this giant head came down and bit you. And no, because I can speak parcel tongue, as I demonstrated at the start of this episode. What's that parcel tongue? 
You'll never know. Well, I won't. Muggle. No, I'm not a, I am a muggle. <laughs> I am a muggle. I'm proud to be a muggle. <laughs> no, you're not. You want to be a wizard. I want to go to Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, okay, first survivally question. You're... A mudblood or a muggle-born, if we're not being racist. Yeah, mudblood, man. I'm sorry. Damn. And you somehow found out before Hermione that it was a basilisk. What would you do in order to prevent yourself being eaten or petrified or killed? I would wear tinted goggles. All the time? Yes, but only so I could walk to Dumbledore's office. And tell him. And go, D-man, there's a huge snake around here. And it's not me, if you get my drift. I'll give you that if you can tell me the password to Dumbledore's office mm. in the second book. Shit. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. It's a delicious muggle <laughs> sweet. Oh, it's the ones he likes, isn't it? Um, he gives Harry one. Jelly bean? No, that's, that's bloody Doctor Who. Sherbet lemons. Uh, so it's okay. not Doctor Who, actually, for jelly bean. Oh, jelly babies. Yeah. Oh, fuck's sake. Screw you. <laughs> I've lost my nerve cred. That's it. Oh, no. Doctor Who against a basilisk? Trap it in a TARDIS. I'm sure the TARDIS has got room where it can live out the rest of its life, because the Doctor wouldn't want to kill it or anything, would he? The Doctor has a chamber of secrets in the TARDIS. Fucking... Have you seen his TARDIS? Yes. He most definitely does have something like that in there. Hundreds upon hundreds of rooms he doesn't even know about. Thousands of basilisks just whenever he opens the door. Oh, that's where I kept that one. Every time he petrifies, he just regenerates. Yeah. He's lost five lives to it so far. Just accidentally wandering into a room full of basilisks. Yeah, do the basilisks, would they fight each other? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, some snakes are cannibalistic. I mean, anything's cannibalistic if you leave it in a room long enough. I mean, you keep looking at me, and you're looking at me like you're going to eat me. You skipped breakfast, didn't you? you? I did, but I'm going off of that. You said KFC, and I'm just thinking about KFC. I'm just thinking about chicken. You know Um, that spell uh, Malfoy uses when Harry and Malfoy are dueling, and uh, Professor Lockhart (laughs) is uh, watching them, isn't he? He's meant to be teaching them how to duel. And Malfoy uses that spell where he makes a cobra come out, and then Harry speaks their parcel tongue. Can you make that, but for a basilisk? Can you do a big one? Summon a basilisk out of your wand. Yeah, but my basilisk will fight the other basilisk. No. The fuck does Malfoy summon a cobra or whatever it is? I'm not sure. We're getting off topic. Oh, uh, yeah. Some sort of tinted goggles or maybe something else. <laughs> Good. Very vague. That's no, how I we think, like I it. I think tinted Thank goggles would be fine. Yeah, because, again, it's not direct. Mm. You're okay. Maybe you could find a ghost and just walk inside them. Just follow them around. No, because you I don't think the ghost would be happy. You'd be sort of violating the ghost a bit, wouldn't you? Yeah. And then when it's all done and dealt with, you then have to pass it, and then they'd be like, why didn't you call? And you quickly walk away, and you've got to deal with that for the rest of your years. Because I'm assuming we're uh, second-year students at this point, so we're going to be, what, 12? So then we have to deal with this for the rest of our uh, Hogwarts life, and then the aftermath when I come back to be the janitor. Are you taking over Filch's job? Yeah, turns out I wasn't Muggleborn, I was the other one. Squib? That's the one. Oh dear. Yeah. Poor Felch. Mm. He's a squib. That's why the goggles, when I say tinted, I just stod on, I stod on them. <laughs> you stod on them? I just stamped on them so they uh, broke slightly. Actually, you know what I would do? Let's go find Hagrid. He's a gameskeeper. He should know all about this shit. What, basilisks and stuff? Oh, he should, shouldn't he? He does have an affection for giant animals, but they're more of the hairy variety. Yeah, like but... Aragog, the giant spider. And also... Hagrid's kind of in prison at this point because the reason 
uh, he's a gameskeeper and not a proper wizard is because they think he opened the chamber the first time when Tom Riddle uh, opened it up and killed Moaning Myrtle in the bathroom. She was crying because she was being bullied by a bunch of bitches. <laughs> and um, Tom Riddle came in, opened up the chamber. Basilisk comes out. Myrtle comes out to tell him, you're in the girls' bathroom, stop being a perv. And then she dies and the body's taken away and they blame Hagrid, partly because Riddle knows that he's got a giant spider in a cupboard somewhere and Riddle thinks this is the best scapegoat, so that's why Hagrid's expelled. Okay, here's the problem. They think Hagrid, uh, when he was younger, was he a student at the school this time? Yeah, yeah. Let open up the Chamber of Secrets and let the Basilisk out. The school then later employs him. The <laughs> fuck? If you're going to work with children, how can you employ somebody who is strongly suspected of opening a secret chamber and releasing an animal that has killed a student? And how awkward would that be if Myrtle, again, agrees with everyone, Ghost Myrtle agrees with everyone, that she was killed in Hogwarts and the person that everyone thinks killed her was the gameskeeper? Yeah! No, that doesn't work. What was the story behind Hagrid's wand again? Because sort of, it gets turned into his umbrella, doesn't it? The wand is snapped because he's expelled and he's not allowed magic. He steals the remains of his wand and puts it in his umbrella. So it's there, but it's broken. Kind of like how Ron's wand in this. It's broken. It can do magic, but it's very unpredictable. So when Gilderoy Lockhart, which we'll come on to, because we're talking about bad teachers, he's famous for writing books and going on all these adventures, but he's actually pretty useless uh the only spell he really knows is the obliviate charm which is mind wipe and that's how he got all of his fame he'd let these people go on all these adventures he'd meet them in a pub they'd tell him about their adventures and then he'd wipe their mind and say i killed a werewolf with a toothbrush or something that's right that's what you'd do wouldn't it you'd be lockhart yeah but i wouldn't take their stories i'll take their money you'd just steal their money fall out mug them in an alleyway those sweet galleons and canuts mmm lovely and then obliterate or obliviate or erase or remove their mind but I'd probably take it too far so they'd be like I have to put in straight jackets or something well that's what happens to Lockhart because um, after all these people are attacked by the giant snake Ginny is kidnapped by herself because she's Tom she's being She's in the chamber. Yeah. She's kind of possessed. And she writes a message saying that she's been kidnapped in the chamber. And she's going to be down there and she's going to die. And all the teachers are trying to figure out what to do. And Minerva McGonagall, the badass she is, volunteers Gilderoy Lockhart. Because everyone's a bit sick and tired of his cheesy personality. And he's like, hey, I'm pretty good. And then Minerva goes, hey, you should probably go and deal with the basilisk like yeah okay harry and ron go and tell him where the chamber is and they find out that he is a coward and he steals ron's broken wand tries to wipe their memories and say that they went mad because Ginny's body was mangled horribly but it backfires he goes crazy and in the books it's not explained in the in the in the film he ends up in hospital unable to write his name and with no idea who he is wow that was a really powerful spell then they erased everything he can't write his name he knows he's famous but he's not sure for what he's just he's a shell of a person shell Mm. of a man but he's got all his money so he can just retire 
Exactly, yeah. But he doesn't know what retirement is. Does he don't know he's a wizard then? He's in a wizard hospital. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he'll realise. Why doesn't Hagrid get a second chance to go back around and be retrained once they realise it wasn't him that opened it the first time? Uh, he's probably too old at this point. Fuck that. If I was Hagrid, I'd be like, no, you, you teach me. <laughs> I want to learn magic. Yeah, I'd be well pissed off. Well, he hides his pissed offness well. No, nah, you got screwed over Hagrid. I would uh, demand compensation. He gets a sweet cabin. Fuck the cabin. Give me the bling bling. The wand wand? Actually, yeah. I want a new wand. I want some money. I want another griffin. Or I want a my first griffin. No, I just want a griffin. You want a proper griffin? I want a proper griffin. Oh. And a new broom. Actually, he's got the flying motorbike. We'll stick with that. I like that one better. Yeah, a souped up version of that. A flying Harley. Yeah, something that can just cruise on through the skies. I don't think they'd be willing to pay you that. They expelled me for no reason and denied me the joys of learning magic. You were keeping a giant spider in a cupboard. So? You can't have pets? If I had a spider in my cupboard right now, I wouldn't get fired from work. Yeah, because it wouldn't be big and talking and then infest the Forbidden Forest with loads of baby giant spiders that try to eat students. Don't go in the Forbidden Forest then. It's called the Forbidden Forest. It's their own fault. Yep. Whilst Harry and Ron are in the chamber, um, Lockhart messes everything up uh, and causes a caving, meaning Harry has to fight a giant snake on his own, along with... It's kind of a ghost, but not really a ghost of Voldemort. He does get helped by Forks, uh, the phoenix, Dumbledore's phoenix, that pecks out the eyes of the basilisk, and he gets a sweet sword as well, and stabs the basilisk in the brain, and uh, he then... Uh, also gets bit by the basilisk he's got a fang in his arm which can't be pleasant because they're pretty poisonous are basilisks they are indeed doesn't he he then use that to destroy the said diary exactly yeah the source of Voldemort's power and then the horcrux slash bit of soul that's in that diary dies and the young Tom Riddle explodes and Ginny comes back to life also it wouldn't have mattered if Harry had been attacked because as we all know because he's got part of the soul in him he's got like two lives the first one will always kill the soul which is why he doesn't die when he gets hit by that Avada Kedavra spell he's like two ninths of a cat yeah he's got two lives hasn't he so had he known that that's why he probably did know that all along that's why he didn't care going to these situations he was like I don't care if I die no I think he was probably shitting himself why didn't Dumbledore go and deal with it why send Lockhart when uh, Dumbledore's probably ten times more famous than Lockhart Dumbledore had been taken away and McGonagall was put in charge of Hogwarts because the Ministry of Magic thought this is all Dumbledore's fault. All these students are being petrified. So let's get rid of the most powerful wizard at Hogwarts. That'll make everyone a lot safer, won't it? Yeah, they made a boo-boo. Cornelius Fudge is a bit of an idiot. Is Dumbledore going to make an appearance in Fantastic Beasts? He's already been mentioned in the trailers. Uh, I think that's all we'll get, just a mention. There's going to be five films, isn't there? Probably. He's going to have a cameo. Maybe. 100%. Maybe not this one, but he will definitely in one of the others. Maybe. You're probably not far off, because I think they're probably building to a film which will be probably Wizard World War Two or Wizards during World War Two. Maybe with Dumbledore fighting Grindelwald, and that duel is why Dumbledore's famous and viewed as the most powerful living wizard. 
any advice for Voldemort not being murdered? Well, I mean, if you'd not release the snake and try to kill all the uh, Muggleborns, and just when the Ginny had taken the diary there, then using the possession skills to then hide the diary somewhere in Hogwarts and make her forget, you've now ensured your own survival. So when it gets to the seventh book and all your, all your other Horcruxes are destroyed, that diary's still there. And it's a fairly unassuming Horcrux, isn't it? It's just a black book, isn't it? Exactly. So no yeah. one's gonna, you know, be looking around. And if someone does find it and they write in it, don't reply. Because then people will think, oh yeah, it's just a normal diary. You start replying, they're going to be like, oh, it's a magical diary. Yeah. I might want to look more into this. So he's only fault because he was young and stupid at this point. The older Voldemort is like watching this happening and just crying to himself. Why would you do that, Tom? You fool. Precisely. But again, Voldemort's got their chance. He might not get another chance to get a physical body. So when someone comes along, starts writing in it, he's going to try and, you know, take their life essence and become a physical presence again. Yeah, but this is Tom Riddle. Do you really want to go from being Tom Riddle to an 11-year-old girl? Well, he's not an 11-year-old girl. He doesn't become Ginny. No, that's but not, he'd be in her body, wouldn't he? But he doesn't become Ginny. He'd be he becomes... in her body. No, no, because he's a physical person. So what, he would her body would change to become no his? Ginny's still there her body's right. there there's just nothing there and Voldemort's Tom again two different bodies one's dead one's Tom Riddle okay that makes more sense I may have to rewatch watch the films that's the whole point of the podcast we watch a film and then we talk about it <laughs> do not get this format for uh, 94 episodes this is my first episode I'm sorry oh for goodness sake um, yeah, Harry beats them all, then finds out that Dobby is Malfoy's house elf, uh, tricks Malfoy into freeing Dobby, and then Malfoy, Lucius Malfoy, a man, tries to murder a child in Hogwarts. He raises his wand and starts uttering Avada, but then Dobby does the weird things. Do you know why um, Jason Isaacs, who plays uh, Lucius Malfoy, hello Jason Isaacs, uh, <laughs> tries to kill Harry Potter? angry I, I don't know maybe the, a house elves expensive to get it's because Avada Kedavra is the only spell that Jason Isaacs knew <laughs> so when he was asked utter a spell he went okay I'll say this one wow okay <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't tell him which one to say no yeah and I don't think it's specified in the book what spell he's going to use mm. either so yeah why not try and kill him yeah alright fair enough you fucked up your plans Ooh murder that little bastard yeah that's the film basically uh, we've skipped over a lot there's not many deaths to survive um, and the only ones that are uh, people that aren't really alive because Tom Riddle often uh, he's nearly alive sort of well, maybe yeah um, Moaning Myrtle because she dies but we don't see it and don't she come just out of the toilets pardon stay in the cubicle Voldemort he's perving yeah, but you're not going to the toilet. You're just sitting there crying. She's sad. Yeah, she is sad. Yeah, that thumbs up Chamber of Secrets, Chris. Are you looking forward to more magical monster shenanigans in Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? Yes, I'm hoping it'll be good. I'm hoping we're going to get some good wizard jewels. Is it Colin? I reckon he's going to, you know, destroy, mess things up. Because in the trailer, it's like, we're not going to hide anymore. I reckon he's going to go a bit over the top and stuff. It's going to be put down by a... Uh, Whatever the other guy's called. The guy Redman. Yeah, but his character. Newt Scamanga. That's the one. Newt. Uh. You knew him well. <laughs> Newt. Is uh, Newt still alive? No, he died a while ago. 
Uh, oh, so we all know he's going to be fine in these films because he's got a set death thingy. Well, because he wrote a book. He can't die before he writes the book. Will he die in the last film? Or will he write the book in the first film? I don't know. Let's watch the first film before we start making predictions. If you've got predictions or you've seen Fantastic Beasts and want to tell us what you think, you can do that. Email us at wecouldsurvivethat at gmail.com or tweet us at wecouldsurvive. Uh, or maybe once you've told us what you think or what your predictions are for Fantastic Beasts, maybe leave us a review or some stars on iTunes. Magical stars. Or send sweets to this address. Yes. Bertie Bots, every flavoured beans. Or sherbet lemons. We don't care. Lovely you, sweets. You ever eaten those before? Bertie Bots? Yeah. No. They're oh, a real thing, aren't they? They are. Ugh. Are they nasty? You can get some disgusting flavours. Great. Next week, we'll play Bertie Bots Roulette oh, as well. God. <laughs> That'll be fun. Um, yeah, that's it, Chris. End the show. I'm sick and tired of this. I'm apparating out. Mic drop. Well, Jack's gone. <laughs> and to everybody who is still here, if you have been listening to We Could Survive That, your weekly survival guide to movies. We will see you all next week for uh, Fantastic Beasts. Until then, keep on wizarding. Wizarding? Yeah, it's a real word. Bye. Goodbye, friend of Hagrid. Can we panic now? <laughs>